Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Financial literacy is key when it comes to building wealth and retiring comfortably. However, just because a person successfully reaches their retirement years with a solid nest egg doesn't mean the learning is over. On today's show, the importance of financial education even after retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, of course, Kevin is author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and & Associates and uh, so much more. Hi, Kevin. What's going on? Hey, Steve. Happy weekend to you. Uh, yeah. What's going on in, in today's world and today's financial markets? Oh, man. And and again, it's, uh, it's <laughs> you know, we were just talking before the show that, that people are nervous out there. And, and I, I understand why. I mean, I think, I mean, we all have a little sense of, hmm, what's going on? Yeah, you know, I, I can't tell you how many uh, conversations and, and emails and calls that I've had over the last several weeks of of clients just having concerns. Ultimately, you know, you you, you you turn on a television news and you want to stab yourself in the, in the eye. It's so negative out there. Uh, just It's one of those things that if you're, think about it, if you're a retiree or a potential retiree in the next couple of years, it's scary times because you don't want to have volatility. You don't want to have a market decline or pullback or correction, whatever you want to call it when you're really that close to retirement. So again, people are looking for some direction, some some good, uh, solid advice. And uh, it's just, uh, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. If I'm going to give advice to clients, number one, turn off your television. And number two, let, let our money managers do their thing. You know what they do best. Exactly. Well, I think this goes to really what you've talked about since we first started doing these shows together. And that is how important the education side of what you do is. And you, you strive for that. You do the seminars for that. I mean, this, this is a teaching experience here. It really is. And you know what? Uh, financial literacy is really one of the main reasons I wrote that book, uh, Every Dime Every Day, four years ago. It's now uh, been out. The, the fact that, I, number one, I wanted to tell my personal story and why I'm in the financial services business today and why I'm so passionate about it. But the, the fact that there's just a lack of education in our country, in our world, in our schools, particularly not to teach kids financial literacy and how to handle basic finances in your household. And I, I'm a I'm 100% believer, and I know this to be true, that if we had better education starting from a younger age, we would, we would keep people out of some people out of financial trouble, uh, you know, even a little bit, it can make a big difference in somebody's somebody's lifetime and, and household. So again, financial literacy, even after retirement, is critically important, Steve, because you still have decisions you have to make. You still have financial decisions and investment decisions and tax planning and strategy decisions that have to be done after somebody retires. And again, that like like you said, the learning doesn't stop once you uh, you know once you leave school or once you uh, you know sort of get to retirement. I mean, it's you know you don't know what you don't know until you know it. 
And that, <laughs> exactly. That's right. where you come in. I mean, that's what that's what you do. And I mean, you know, be it Lance or Jeff or any of your, the rest of your team, that's, I mean, everybody's got that passion for teaching, for sharing information, for helping folks get to where they need to be. I mean, that that really is the beauty of, of what you do. It is one of the prerequisites of, of being an advisor here at Frisbee Associates, aside from, uh, you know, having to have a fiduciary license is uh, education approach. You got to be a teacher at heart. You got to come in here with that education approach because we're, we're thorough believers. Every single one of our advisors here completely believe that with better education, people simply can make better decisions and choices. That's it. That's the bottom line. So our job or primary part of our job is to educate our clients into what is going on, what, you know, what kind of choices are out there, what kind of law changes are out there so that we can guide them along to help make better choices. Sure. Well, and again, one of the big choices that we have to make is when to choose Social Security, when to take Social Security, how to maximize that benefit. And, you know, so many people that we have, you know, we've talked about over the years get it wrong. I've seen some people get it wrong for sure. Um, it depends on their approach and what's the purpose of, of, you know, what's their reasoning of when to collect is, is the question I ask people. People come in all the time asking questions of saying, Kev, you know, when should I take my Social Security? So the, the answer to that, because it's different in every household, the answer to that gets down to let's talk about what you have going on right now. Let's talk about what your thought process is and when, and then let's run a, uh, a Social Security analysis. Let's do a break break even chart to figure out when is the optimum, optimum time to take it. So what are some of the factors that are, are need to be considered when you talk about taking Social Security? Some of the factors are how much have you saved up in retirement accounts, in money saved up, even non-retirement accounts to help supplement income if you don't collect Social Security early, earlier, let's say. Well, if you don't have enough assets saved up, well, the question now becomes, do you stay working? And how long do you stay working? And what's your budget look like when you start to think about retiring? And and so now it, it'll dictate part of you know that needle when we think about starting to take Social Security. The other factor is longevity. How long do you expect to live? Have have you got health issues? You know, currently is that a factor? It, it is in a lot of cases, Steve. Some people come in and say, "Well, Kev, I just got you know re-diagnosed with uh, another bout of cancer." Well, you know, I, I'm thinking about taking Social Security, and a lot of times I'm like, "Yeah, hurry up and go do it," so that you know, let's get as much out of that as we can, and, and I hope you survive another 30 years. But statistically. You know, you, you know, based on your situation, you've had about a cancer two times, you know, let's let's try to do what we can here and, and now slow down what you're going to draw from your retirement accounts. I just recently had a conversation exactly that, you know, wow. a second about a cancer with a client. And these are, Steve, this is life, right? This is real conversation that we have day in and day out with clients. So all of those factors of health, history, family history, current finances, money saved up is a factor on making that decision of when to collect Social Security. Wow, everything leads to it, it huh? I mean, it, it, it kind really of does. <clears throat> comes down to that. Yeah. So uh, here's one that uh, I mean, everybody is talking about. We talked about it a lot last week, I think, and and we will continue to. And that's inflation. How do we fight inflation? How do we deal with that? I mean, up until now, especially if I'm already retired, what's what do I do? This is a tough, uh, tough one because I, I tell you right now. Some of these people that have retired already and are on fixed incomes, maybe a fixed pension, uh, your Social Security gets a cost of living of 5 plus percent. Well, that's still not keeping up with the inflation rate and the cost of uh, goods and services and food and everything else going higher. And it likely, inflation is going to stay. Here's, here's my commentary, right? My two cents. 
inflation is going to stay hot for a long period of time. And why do I say that? It's simple math. In the 1970s, when they raised rates to extremely high uh, interest rate levels to stem inflation, we did not have $31 trillion in national debt. So now that the, the Federal Reserve, who makes the decisions on interest rate increases or not, is backed in a corner. And the battle is going to be between Congress and the White House and the Federal Reserve. You're not going to see this play out in the news, but this is exactly the battle that's going on. There's an election, midterm election year in November, and the White House and politicians are going to get steamrolled if they allow the Federal Reserve to raise rates as much and as many times as the Federal Reserve is talking about doing. Because of the amount of debt we have, we just can't sustain that uh, increase in, in interest rates too high. So what they're going to do is they're going to back the, the Federal Reserve back into not raising them as much as they can or as much as they want to. And and now, what does that mean for inflation? Inflation runs hot and it's going to run 7, 8, 9, 10% probably for the foreseeable years in front of us because of the fact that they can't raise it, uh, interest rates too high. To that point, if you're on a fixed income and you haven't built in a, in a plan to hedge inflation with your distributions and your, your investments, you're absolutely going to fall behind. And there's really, you know, fixed income position is unfortunately not very much that people that have already retired can do. If, if you haven't retired yet, we can look at, all right, maybe you work another year or two. Maybe we make sure we, we hedge your investments to keep up with inflation. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult market right now. You can't go to the bond market anymore because inflation hurts the bonds. So you can't get that that income from the bond portfolios. There's a, there's a lot when when we talk about inflation and fighting inflation, you really can't fight it except try to plan for it and make sure your income has increasing uh, uh, ability every year to to be able to pay the additional cost for goods and services. Well, I mean, it's not like inflation hasn't been a factor in the past, and and I guess that's where you know you have evolved with the time to say, all right, we have to do things a little bit different. We have to structure this a little bit differently. But again, you're on top of it. You're being proactive, not reactive. That's true. Proactive, not reactive. And you're right. Inflation has always been here, just not to these levels or at least not disclosed by the government to be these levels. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a different world we live in today. Think about this statistic. And this, is, this will explain the whole story of inflation and why it's not going away. Okay. Think about all the money ever created in history, all the way back forever and a day here in this country, every dollar that was ever created. In the last 24 months, we have created 60% of that money supply compared to everything that we've created in history of our country. And so 60, because all these trillion dollar bills that have been put out there and, you know, paying people's student loans and all this money is not free money. It has to come from somewhere and it's either A, buy higher taxes or create a higher inflationary environment. And we're, we're seeing both of those. So that's why I don't believe inflation will go away anytime soon. You, you can't create all that money supply and give away all that free money without somebody paying the bill. Well, to me, if you've been a do-it-yourselfer up until now, and now you're getting in that that financial red zone, you know, five, ten years before retirement, that's when really you shine. That's, I mean, that's your sweet spot is to is to work with folks in that transition. And boy, has it never been more important than right now to work with somebody on that transition. You're right, Steve. It's never been more important than right now to make sure you're getting, you know, at least that second opinion to get a view on your investments, where your position is. When do you start doing distributions? That, that's exactly what, why we shine right now in these type of environments. We shine all the time, but right now when, when there's volatility and uncertainty, we're, we're really at the forefront of helping clients and giving guidance to, to make the best choices possible. I like it. And uh, folks, uh, in fact, let's invite folks to call right now, Kevin. 
Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, take advantage of a, of a great opportunity here to sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates are there for you to be able to, I don't know, make things easy to understand, to break it down, and to stay on the front edge of all the changes that are happening within the retirement world, and there are plenty. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll walk out with that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Coming up, we will continue the discussion about financial literacy and the importance after retirement. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater of New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Money, money. funny money or not so funny money this time we're talking about funny money benjamin franklin said a penny saved is a penny earned but how much is a penny really worth well technically still one cent but it depends on when it was minted if it's a pre-1982 penny the copper in it's actually worth more Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them, though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. We are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is a president of Frisbee & Associates, as well as an author of Every Dime Every Day, independent fiduciary. Well, your whole company is independent and fiduciary. Um, and this teaching aspect of things is so important. And, and Kevin, I mean, we've had these conversations many times about how important that is and how important that is to you personally. 
Well, again, I'm a, I, I could have been a great teacher, but then I sit back and think I am a teacher, really, ultimately, when we do educational seminars and I get up and uh, you know do a presentation talking about some of these subject matters. I speak in, in high schools and gymnasiums trying to bring a level of education and, and financial literacy to, to kids that are coming up into our society that need to know these things. Um, you know, as I write in my book, my personal experiences and getting in debt and having a repoed vehicle and all those type of things that I experienced which is what had prompted me to start learning financial matters and figuring out the, the financial world so that, you know, pain. So what's the saying I've heard, I heard somebody say when the pain, uh, nobody makes changes until the pain gets to a point where it forces them to make changes. And that's where I was in, in my personal life that I had some pain points on the financial, my own financial world. And I, I, I wanted to stop that pain. So went out to educate myself on financial matters. So to me, it's, it's critically important, Steve, that, I can help change people's direction, give them a sense of uh, comfort, uh, particularly with a retiree or a pre-retiree to know that they can retire comfortably. They don't have to worry about market volatility. It's going to be part of the, the overall uh, everyday life anyway. It's, it's what the markets do. So, I, you know, I could talk all day, uh, as, as you probably can figure it out, on, on what people need to pay attention to, why they need to pay attention to, and why I'm passionate about bringing that information to them. Sure. Well, let's continue on that theme then. We're talking about, you know, we talked about making decisions, wise decisions. We talked a bit about Social Security. Uh, one of the other biggies, of course, is health care costs. And uh, we're not talking long-term care at this point. We're just talking straight health care. Medicare is great, but, oh, but <laughs> right? Yeah. You've still got things that can happen. Yeah. So I, again, people turn 65. If you retire at that point, get off your workplace health care, Maybe get off the uh, 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 the government health care where they, they do the subsidy up to that point. If you get on Medicare, it doesn't mean your health care costs go away. And if you look at what the costs are, number one, you're going you're gonna to pay Medicare Part B premiums, about $160 a month per person. You might get a supplement or an advantage plan, depending on what fits your lifestyle and need. And then you look at out-of-pocket costs and you get deductibles and co-pays. And every single year, if you add that up, if you're 65 today and you add that up and you live to, to let's say, 80 or 85 years old for another 20 years, what's the amount of money that you're going to potentially spend, including the premiums, including the deductibles, co-pays, and out-of-pocket for healthcare? And it's substantial. It's $700,000, by the way, uh, per individual when you add it all up. That's the national average. So how do you plan for that? You, you don't. You really can't plan for it. You, you have to make sure that you've done the proper things up until that point to save enough money and to diversify yourself and invest the right way to make sure you've got that money set aside. So what you've got to do, and it sounds you know trivial, but stay healthy. I mean, it's easier said than done, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, things happen. Stay as healthy, healthy as you can to try to minimize those costs and then make sure you have enough saved on the side to make sure you can pay those costs when those when those uh, when the time comes up. That's a difficult thing to do, though, Kevin. Uh, you know, when you think, well, okay, at some point I may be, you know, incapacitated. And I mean, we don't like thinking about that. But and then to be able then to say, okay, well, not only do I have to think about that, now I've got to save for that event. But I mean, that's the reality of it, isn't it? Well, the, the the fact that you you talk about uh, the cost during incapacity uh, incapacitated, so that now you're leading into the long term care discussion. I'm talking about just normal healthcare issues and costs that people have in their in their household and their life. Never mind if you talk about a long term care event 
that's another matter all in itself. Sure. So when you talk about long-term care, how do you plan for long-term care event? And this is one of the one of the big deals that a lot of people come in and, and they say, Kev, I don't want to to lose my home to the nursing home like like my parents, you know, lost or I don't want I want to make sure I leave my beneficiaries something behind and not have to spend it down for care. So how do you plan for that? Well, one one way you plan for that is making sure you you've got some provisions in place. Maybe you look at an insurance product. And, and by the way, when I talk insurance product, I'm not a fan of traditional long-term care policies. They're ugly. They're expensive. They're outdated. They're just, it's not a good solution. I am a fan of some of the hybrid products that the insurance industry has created in the last six, seven, eight years where they come to the table with a, let's say a life insurance policy with long-term care attachments to it, where if you buy a policy, it's got life insurance so if you pass away and never need long-term care, it's going to pay a tax-free death benefit to your, your beneficiaries. But some of them, you can accelerate the death benefit to pay to you to help pay for care if you have a long-term care type of event. That's one way. The second way may be to look at a indexed annuity with some sort of uh, additional long-term care provision. So if you get diagnosed with a long-term care event, it'll multiply some of your income to help pay for long-term care costs. So there, there's some solutions out there that we can fill some of the gap or maybe all the gap, but but, but mostly some of the gap as part of a plan to, to, to partly salvage uh, somebody to stay. If you look at long-term care events, you, you're looking at an average length of stay across the United States of about three years. And uh, typically women need care longer um, than men. And, and, part, and this is not sarcasm, but this is the fact that if you've got a husband and wife situation, a lot of times... If the guy has an issue, he can stay home because the, the the wife usually can help assist and take care of him a little bit longer. But if the woman has an issue, if the wife has an issue, a lot of times the guy can or won't or or just maybe that he's already passed away. So she needs assistance in a facility or home care or whatever that situation might be. So there's, there's a bigger cost typically on the female for uh, a potential long-term care event. Sure. And and again, we're talking about things that we can do now and really to just sort of get ourselves educated, um, legal changes. And this, the last few years, there have been more changes to retirement planning and income planning than there has been in a long time. Yeah. The, the, so the legal planning is just as important to follow and pay attention to because it, it actually can tie in with the long-term care planning. And a lot of times when people come in, we'll sit people down with an estate planning attorney to talk about all right, maybe you do some sort of trust. Maybe you do an irrevocable trust and put the family camp in it and then get past that five-year look-back period so it can't be looked at by the nursing home. Maybe you look at doing some sort of other trust planning to put other assets into to make sure we can shelter some of your assets to make sure it gets passed on to your beneficiaries in, a ta- in an efficient way and tax-efficient way at the same time. And and then you got the, the changes in the legal side of minimum distribution ages now have changed to from 72 to 75 years old. So it's phased in, in uh, right now it's 72 years old. It's going to go to 73. And if you're in 2029, it's going to be 74 and 2031, it's going to be 75. So if you're at those ages that it could extend your minimum distribution requirement, um, that's a legal change. And there's other bills right now in front of Congress that talking about changing additional items in retirement planning. So our job right? As our uh, organization is to pay attention to all that and make sure we're building into the plans, educating our clients to the changes that are up and coming. 
Well, and again, that's that really is something that people rely on. At least I do, because uh, I look to you to know the latest stuff that's going on out there, and and you're pretty much always on top of it. We, we try to be every single time there's a change. We're we're scanning the bills and making sure that we're adding the conversation pieces and the changes to our clients' conversation. And uh, and again, I put out a weekly newsletter. Every single week goes out to everybody that calls in. You don't even have to be a client if you just want to be on that newsletter and get updates and changes and things going on. Call us up, uh, give us your email. We'll put you on the newsletter that I put out every single week with uh, updates and, and information. Sounds great. 800-998-5649 if you'd like to get a head start. Let's uh, let's talk about scams because they don't ever go away. They only get more elaborate and uh, and especially seniors, they're, they're more, I don't know, gullible, if that's the right word. It, no, gullible maybe is not the right word because in today's world, the, the, the scam artists are, are very... Uh, sophisticated. And, and uh, you know, I've even clicked on one of those emails that, that looked like a legit thing from a financial firm that I do business with. And all of a sudden it was a phishing scam and had to block and change my password. And I'm a financial advisor. So it very it can be very sophisticated to look at some of these things going on. I, I had a client that uh, had a uh, so-called grandson or a relative in another state and he kept taking money out of his accounts. And finally, I had to sit him down. I don't ask clients. It's not my business what they do with the money. But in this particular case, it was 5000 here, 10000 here, and it was continuous. I finally had him in and I said, listen, I'm not going to ask you what you're doing with your money. But at the end of the day, I'm concerned because this is your retirement money that you and I talked about you needing to supplement your income. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're sending it off somewhere out west to somebody that is claiming they need help. And so there's things that go on that I'm you know, we look for those red flags and and start to question that and just kind of probe around a little bit. Again, I'm not going to ask what you're doing with your money, but I, I am concerned if you're starting to do uh, out of the ordinary stuff with what you have for funds and all of a sudden, you know, you, I just want to be make sure my clients are, are careful, right, in, in some of these scams that are, that are out there. Sure. Well, and again, but that's it all comes down to that education process. It's knowing what's out there. And, and I know the scam thing is a, is a big deal. And a lot of folks, you know, like you said, it, 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 it can happen to anybody. But again, if well, you find I, it, if you find it happening, you need to, you know, get a, get in touch with someone like you. Kevin. Yeah, and if you look at the, some of the FBI statistics, saying that uh, in the course of a year, a billion dollars is lost to scams. Uh, you know, the average person lost ninety one hundred and seventy five dollars. Wow. Nine, I mean, think about that. I mean, you see post posters in the post office. I go to the post office periodically. You know, if you're asking for money orders and you're sending money in the mail or money orders in the mail. You know, be careful because there's, there's scams out there and people still fall for them. It's it's, it's it's too bad. It really is. Well, folks, if uh, we'd like to get it cleared up, if you'd like to learn a little bit more, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines, Kevin, and invite folks to call. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, 
a comprehensive financial review. They were going to give away complimentary with no obligation. It's a practical financial review. If you've never done it before, now's the time to make that call. 800-998-5649. 10 callers will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you walk out the door with that roadmap in your hand that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. With all that's going on in the world, having a solid retirement and income plan is critical. When we come back, we'll outline several steps to help make sure your plan is ready for whatever the market, the economy, and inflation can throw at you. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 56 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're doing rock and roll in the blues because we're heading to Memphis. Free to get ready now, go cat. Memphis is considered the birthplace of rock and roll and the blues. Let's start our tour on Beale Street. The character of Beale Street can be traced back to the early 1900s when African-American entrepreneurs opened clubs and restaurants and shops along the corridor. Beale Street eventually became synonymous with the best blues in America. Musicians flocked to the street, including B.B. King, Louis Armstrong, Memphis Minnie, and Muddy Waters. In the 50s, a young man named Elvis Presley would hang out on Beale. Wonder what influence that had on him. The blues and jazz and more great music live on here. Good food, too. You know you got to try the Memphis barbecue. Memphis is credited with having given birth to rock and roll also. Or maybe blues gave birth to rock and Memphis was the midwife. Either way, Sun Studio in Memphis had a lot to do with it. Sam Phillips opened Sun Studio in 1950. A year later, Rocket 88, considered the first rock and roll song, was recorded there. Rocket 88. Blues and R&B artists like Howlin' Wolf, Junior Parker, Little Milton, B.B. King, and more recorded there in the early 50s. Then came the likes of Elvis, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison, and Jerry Lee Lewis. Tour Sun Studio and stand on rock and roll hallowed ground. Now, if you want to visit the palace of the king of rock and roll, where do you go? Memphis, for Elvis's beloved mansion, Graceland. Step in the foyer and imagine all the VIPs waiting to be received by the king. Then see the jungle room with green shag carpets, even on the ceiling. Lots of memorabilia in the trophy room. And the meditation garden where Elvis and many of his family members have been laid to rest. Get the right retirement plan for yourself so you can rock it out and never get the blues. And then take off whenever you want for cool daddy-o places like Memphis. We are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, uh, of course, Kevin is uh, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day. He is president of Frisbee & Associates, a fiduciary, an independent. And, uh, you know, you're an award-winning guy. And, uh, I mean, company, you guys have done great things for the state of Maine. Yeah, you know, I look back and, I, you know, I pinch myself that I've had the ability and opportunity to help so many people and families here in New England, for that matter. Most of the business is here in Maine. 
Um, we do have some uh, some business outside of the state. But at the end of the day, Steve, it's the reward that we get to know that we've made a difference in people's household. And to us, that's our drive. That's our motivation. I never saw in all the years of being in the business and growing, um, you know, it's bigger than Kevin Frisbee now. It's it's a bigger entity. And I never saw that in the beginning. I never had even the desire to to, to grow it to the size we have. But we're known on a national level, and I'm not just saying that and bragging. I'm just, we're we're Fris, you know people know Frisbee Associates nationally because we've won some national awards as 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 uh, as you know for some of the work we've done. It, I'm, I'm sure. proud. I'm proud of our team as well. You should be. Um, and again, in this uh, in this segment, we're going to talk about um, that that retirement plan and and. You know, you talk about um, all the things going on in the world, and boy, we're taking in a lot right now that we haven't dealt with for many, I mean, for some people in their entire life. I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, inflation that we haven't seen in 40 years, among a bunch of other things, and yet we still have to retire. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of things going on that are, uh, I don't want to say unprecedented, but we've got a different time, and it's always a different time. There's always different things that, that happen in the markets. But some of the things that don't change when you put a retirement plan together, there's basics that we look at that all the market movements and changes, we try to coordinate and make it fit these these basics that people have to pay attention to. Number one is, what is your time horizon? When do you want to retire? I mean, people come in sometimes and it starts that conversation. I always tell people, you know, I'd love to be a fly in the wall if there are a couple that leave the office and listen to the conversation because all of a sudden... They come in for that consultation and then leave, really starting to think about the you know the wheels start spinning about all right how does this work or when do we want to do this and what does that look like, and so it starts that process. So what is your time horizon? What is your point right now that you're at, and what age or what point do you want to be when you finally decide to call it quits on whatever you're doing, and maybe not full time call it quits, but maybe part time. So you got to figure that out, and you have to have a comfort level with picking whatever that time is. And, and, you know, as we do that, uh, put that plan together, it, no matter what's going on, we're going to have spending requirements. We're going to have to know what we need to make the whole thing work. And that that becomes an exercise of, of a, a conversation, really, between you and a client or you and a potential client. I'm glad you brought that up, Steve. Spending requirements, again, one of those basic things is what do you need for a budget on a monthly basis to help pay the bills and maintain lifestyle. Let me repeat that. I say this all the time. The goal in retirement should be to maintain lifestyle, not cut back, not cut corners, not have to sell the second car, whatever that is that you may be thinking about, you want to cut corners. No, let's try to figure out what you've done and how to maintain lifestyle because that that's the comfort that people, they want to know that they can keep doing what they're doing and without having to worry about running out of money. Sure. So spending requirements is one of those basic things that it will never change. You're always going to have to figure out what that budget needs going to be on a monthly basis. Well, yeah. I mean, whether you're working or whether you're in retirement, the, the, <laughs> you still need the same things. Exactly. I mean, a little bit more leniency when you're still working because now you're not on a fixed budget, let's say, but uh, you, you know, let's look at what that requirement is and then build lifestyle, build a dollar amount there. So a lot of times people come into the office and they don't really know what they're spending on everything in their house. So part of the homework I send them home with is go back and add everything up and then come back with what's the cost to run the household, all the basic stuff. And then what do you want for lifestyle built, built into your budget above and beyond that? 
And uh, yeah, absolutely. What about um, after-tax rate of return? What Break that down for me. What does that mean? Well, the after-tax rate of return, you know, once your expected time horizon and spending requirements are determined, the after-tax rate of return means how do we calculate how much we need to take out of your portfolio? Let's say most of your money is in a pre-tax IRA retirement type state. And a lot of times that's the case when people come in. So if we're doing withdrawals, let's say you need $3,000 a month or $2,000 a month, whatever that number is coming from your retirement accounts. Well, if that's after tax, how much additional do we need to take out to pay taxes to make sure we give you the spendable money that you are required to have as part of your budget? So we have to look at the tax rates. We have This is, this is why it's so critical to look at distribution planning, figuring out what kind of money you have, where it's at, how it's invested, and then make the appropriate choice of where you pull that money from to supplement your income. Okay, I, I like that. That makes sense and easy to understand. And uh, risk tolerance, something that we talk about, but are people's risk tolerance, I mean, right now, I think even personally, you know, for me personally, I'm thinking my risk tolerance is not as not as much as it once was. No, and obviously as, as people get older, um, risk tolerance changes. However, um, you can look at it different. I just had a couple uh, 80-year-old uh, husband and wife walk in actually, they drive by my main office here on Main Street in Lewiston every single day based on what they're telling me. And they always wanted to stop. So they stopped in one day uh, a few, few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, and demanded that they see me. I mean, I'm a busy guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And I happened to be here in the Lewiston office that particular day, but they said, We're, we want to see Kevin today. I don't care if it's 10 minutes. And, and my my office staff is like, come back to, to the back office and say, Kev, this couple's not leaving until they, they meet you. They want to meet you know, they want 10 minutes of time. I said, listen, tell them to come back in an hour. I'll give them 10 minutes of time. The point is they come in and we started talking. I do great conversation. I booked them in to have that consultation. They come back for the consultation and great older couples, tremendous success financially, one daughter as a beneficiary. And I said, listen, in your li- in your household, in your life, you've got good incomes. You've got all this money you're really investing really for your daughter's generation, not really for your life life expectancy because you're 80, you've got plenty of funds. So we can change the risk tolerance based on the fact that this is mostly money you're gonna leave behind. And they agreed to that. And so we put a, a strategy and portfolio together to fit their daughter who's 50 years old. So depending on the situation, Steve, right? Yeah. You, you don't always assume that everybody that gets older has to change their risk tolerance. It depends on what they're, uh, trying to do and what they're going to leave behind. That's that's part of the factor here. Well, being a good saver, uh, you know, through your career is is certainly one way to help that happen. Oh, this, you know, there's no, I, I told this couple too, I said, there's no secret to what you've been able to do. You've been frugal, live well within your means and, you know, made uh, normal income, I, you know, based on what we typically see here in the state of Maine, but they just were great savers for decades. And that has been the factor in in creating wealth and, and you know, creating a, what they have been able to save that they're going to leave behind. Well, let's talk about leaving behind. Uh, we've got to talk a little bit about estate planning and how important that is in the scheme of things, like you said, for, from a legacy standpoint, but also from a from a personal health standpoint. It is. And, uh, you know, when you talk about estate planning um, and what are the goals, what are you trying to do? Who are your beneficiaries? What does that look like? Then we we basically put some investment strategy together and also, a lot of times, we'll rope in a conversation with an estate planning attorney. If you've got beneficiaries that maybe have uh, uh, one of your beneficiaries has a gambling uh, addiction or, or alcohol or drug addiction, or you have 
a grandchild that has special needs that is on main care, that they're getting assistance that they need. Some of those situations, you don't want to leave some of those situations with exact beneficiary designations because it could hurt them or they could hurt themselves. So one thing we could do is maybe do a uh, revocable trust or spe- special needs trust for some of those people uh, you know, on main care to make sure that your assets go to them in a way that it, it doesn't hurt their, their help and care, but it also, they can't hurt themselves. If somebody's got a drug addiction, are you going to leave them at, you know, part of your estate and give them that free money to be able to go basically, uh, you know, probably kill themselves with, with whatever drugs they could buy? No, we can put a governor on that by doing estate planning properly with an attorney doing some, some trust planning to help prevent them from hurting themselves and give them still your, your, your assets as a beneficiary, but not give them full access to them. I like that. And, um, you know, I mean, to me, the the, the takeaway here is you, you've, we've just got to stay on top of it. And if you had a plan put together five or six years ago, it's time to have somebody take a look at it. And if it's Kevin, great. Uh, you know, that would be a great thing. You know what? It, that's right, Steve. I mean, if, if it's us, great. If, you know, if somebody wants to come in just to take advantage of that consultation and leave and not do business, that's perfectly fine. We find that some people circle back around after 10 years and that's fine. But we, we just want to be here as a uh, the educator as the resource for people here in the state of Maine. I like it. And uh, on that note, let's go ahead and invite folks to call and, uh, you know, get on the calendar and have that meeting. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. Don't miss your opportunity now to get a financial roadmap put together if you've never done it before now's the time. Kevin is there for you to take things that are complicated and break them down into something that just makes sense. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin talked about, the portfolio x-ray, the social security analysis, all no cost, no obligation starts with that call. 800 998 Five six four nine. You're going to have a roadmap when you walk out that can really help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. When we come back, it's time for questions from listeners, and we've got some good ones this week.
he's letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649-800-998-5649. The mother of states. The mother of presidents. The mother of... Lovers? Yes, Virginia, the mother of presidents, Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Harrison, Tyler, Taylor, and Wilson. The mother of states because eight other states were partially or totally carved from its original land. Virginia also originally ceded territory to help form the District of Columbia. Virginia was called the Old Dominion because of its loyalty to King Charles II during the English Civil War. Virginia is one of four states to be designated as a commonwealth, and there's so much history. Jamestown, the first permanent English settlement, Colonial Williamsburg, Jefferson's beloved Monticello, Washington's home Mount Vernon, many Civil War battlefields. In fact, the American Revolutionary War and the Civil War both ended in Virginia. Cornwallis surrendered in Yorktown, and Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant in Appomattox. How did it get its name? From Queen Elizabeth I, the Virgin Queen. Virginia was one of the 13 original colonies. She achieved statehood on June 25, 1788. But what about this Virginia's for lovers thing? In fact, it's an over 40-year-old marketing campaign. It originated with the idea that Virginia could be for the lovers of many things, the mountains, the beach, history. Over 40 years later, Virginia still welcomes you on its signs, stating that it is indeed for lovers. Virginia's population, 8.6 million. Over 3.1 million, or 36%, live in Northern Virginia. The state bird is the cardinal. The state tree is the dogwood. Virginia's motto is Seek Semper Tyrannus, thus always to tyrants. Not really what a lover would say. As far as food, Virginia's known for its country ham. Even Tony and Junior Soprano love it. Mom, this Virginia ham. He's like a woman with a Virginia ham under her arm. Virginia's economy is very diverse depending on where you are in the state. The highest incomes are in Northern Virginia, shipbuilding in the Southeast, agriculture in Southside Virginia. Tobacco was Colonial Virginia's cash crop and for centuries fueled the economy of Southern Virginia. Thanks to a new law in April of 2020, Virginia will be welcoming casinos to locations throughout the state toward the end of 2022 and into 2023. Recreational marijuana is now legal for adults in Virginia. That means they can possess, consume, and grow, but cannot yet buy. Lawmakers are eyeing 2024 as a year to make sales legal. Legalized gambling, from tobacco to marijuana, Virginia, you've come a long way, baby. Back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And of course, Kevin is, uh, well, uh, the president of Frisbee and Associates. Got a great team of folks from, I know Lance Gilman has been on this show, and, and I've talked with Jeff Dushan several times, and I know we're going to be talking some more. But you've got, a, I mean, the list of names here is, you know, Peter Hansen and Derek Hewitt, Hewitt and AJ Harmon. These are all folks that you have handpicked to, you know, be a part of your team, Kevin. And, and they are proving to be uh, pretty darn good choices. 
And then our you know great fiduciary team of, of those advisors you just mentioned, plus we have three Medicare advisors, um, Kevin Callback and Chris Parnell and Rick George, uh, covering the state of Maine with all things Medicare. And we specialize in being independent. So anytime that somebody comes in and wants to talk about Medicare, whatever it is, our guys are are complete independent where they have access to every single plan and drug plan available to, to be able to give the best advice for our clients. Well, I'll tell you that whole Medicare thing, I'm sort of walking through that path myself and boy, that's a complicated, somewhat intimidating, convoluted thing. It's like, well, what do you mean if I do this, this then, then this? And I, oh man, I, you know, so glad to have somebody who knows what's going on. Yeah. I call it alphabet soup. You get Medicare A, B, C, and D. And how do you make that all fit? And what do you need to, to, to fit whatever your, you know, particularly, you know, prescription drugs, that's a big deal that oh, yeah. if you look at picking a plan, well, first let's figure out what you're taking for prescription drugs. And then, and again, these guys walk all through that. I know enough to be able to guide my clients to, to, you know, depending on where they're at to go talk to one of the, one of the guys to assist them. Right. Well, and again, folks, if you're interested, it's 800-998-5649. All right, let's jump into some of these questions, uh, Kevin. Uh, uh, we'll start with Jasper in Orono. And Jasper says, I'm 67 years old and inheriting approximately $47,000 from the sale of my deceased mother's home. Should I invest all of it or invest half of it and use the other half to pay off the balance on my mortgage, which is about $25,000 at 4.5%? Hey, Jasper, thanks for writing in. Um, that's a really interesting question in today's market. Uh, you know, I'm a get out of debt guy, number one, but but today's market with the pullback we've had might be a pretty good opportunity to put that money to work and and see if we can get a bounce in the markets and, and get more than a 4.5% gain uh, on, on that money. 4.5% meaning if that's what your interest rate is on the 25,000 left, but it, it's going to be your comfort level. If you're 67, are you retired? That's going to be a factor maybe in my advice. Um, again, I'm a get out of debt guy, but with today's market pullback, or this this year's market pullback, it might be an opportunity to put that money to work first and then try to grow it and then pay off the mortgage after you you get some gains back. All right. Well, I, I like that. 800-998-5649, Jasper, if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Archie is in Sacow and uh, he says, I'm 71 years old and on Medicare. I do not have a health savings account, an NHSA. My wife is 63 and not on Medicare, but she has an HSA. She contributes the uh, Thirty six fifty per year, and then he's asking if she contributes the seventy three hundred dollars for the family. Can I draw upon that for my medical expenses? That's a really great question. And, and uh, if you have uh, access to an HSA, if you listen to the show, um, or somebody in your family, you're, like your spouse has access to an HSA, you want to look at that hard and take advantage of it uh, if you can. So here's the the answer to your question, Archie: Is this your spouse can use her HSA money for herself? her spouse, any dependent claimed on her tax return, and any dependent she could have claimed on her tax return but didn't. So the answer is yes. And again, it's a great tool. And HSA basically is you get a tax deduction going in. It works like a Roth IRA coming out. As long as that money's spent for medical costs, it comes out tax-free, including the gains. And we talked earlier in today's show about the healthcare cost. That's why I'm telling people, if you've got access to an HSA, pour everything you can into that. Max it out because you're going to need that money in the future for healthcare costs and and uh, and for healthcare uh, premiums. Right. And and again, so many of us have a, a high deductible plan right now. That's the only caveat going in is you know you got to have the high deductible plan. 
Thank you. That's that's a that's a point exactly right. That's what I'm saying. If if you have that, and a lot of people do in this country today, have a high deductible plan, you qualify for an HSA. You want to go take advantage of as much as you can put into that every year. And, and especially, you know, as you start walking down that path towards retirement. I mean, if you're in your early fifties and you've got a high deductible plan, and as a family, you start you know chunking in seven thousand dollars a year. By the time you get to retirement, you're going to be your health care is going to be paid for. And again, earlier on the show, we talked about what do you do, start early. The HSA can be part of that bridge, or maybe you grow it enough to be all of that bridge to, to prevent having to dig into your, your retirement monies to pay future healthcare costs. This is a great tool. I'm telling you, it, it's something that needs to be looked at uh, You know, if you've got access to. Do you guys uh, help folks set up HSAs and, and work with them? Uh, we actually don't, Steve. Um, you know, because we uh, of how TD Ameritrade is pr our primary custodian. We also use Charles Schwab and Fidelity, but those platforms uh, do not allow okay. uh, HSAs to be managed on. Okay, uh, makes sense. Eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Marjorie is in Oxford. Uh, she says, "I'm looking for. I'm looking to open an investment account for a parent who is fifty five years old with no retirement savings." With a limited time to invest and save, what solution would optimize their investments? Wow. Well, you know, obviously, fifty-five. It's never too late uh, to, you know, to start investing and putting money away. Fifty-five is getting later um, to make a, a, a material impact. If you're looking to open an investment account for a parent, um, again, limited time to invest. You're probably talking a ten, maybe fifteen-year horizon. Uh, Index, uh, index funds. That's what we primarily uh, have our clients invested in is index funds, um, ETFs. So that way they're liquid; they can be accessed. Um, we we have the ability to change them around. That's probably the best bet. I, you know, a lot of times people in this situation that they they don't have as much time and they start investing, they try to take too much risk, and uh, I'd caution you against doing that. So an in, a good index fund, an ETF fund, probably is going to be the way to go. Um, and, and again, you have to look at what are you trying to accomplish at the end, Marjorie? How much do you want to have saved up for that parent who's 55 years old? And at what time horizon? There's a lot of factors here of, of how much you do you, can you set aside for that parent? And, and does it make sense? I mean, there's a, you know, there's a lot of questions I have uh, based on your, your question. Yeah, the, I, I can see that. And, and I mean, you know, tough spot to be in, but I think a lot of, I mean, you know, obviously you've talked to people who are in similar situations and have helped them, you know, begin to, to put some money together for parents, right? I have. Uh, it's called the, the sandwich generation. It's actually a term for this where people have now situations where the parents haven't saved enough money and they're in their older years living longer than they had thought. And all of a sudden, they're finding the children, the baby boomers coming up are, are needing to start taking care of some of their parents. And at the same time, being the sandwich generation, they're also taking care of the kids. A lot of times, kids are staying at home longer. So oh. now, I've seen some cases. I've got clients that have three generations living in the same house mm. um, just because they're trying to make this both work on, on both ends. So there's an additional burden, is my point on the baby boom generation with now the parents living longer, maybe not having as much saved up. And then, you know, the kids uh, coming out of school with student loan debts and, and needing to stay home longer. Well, and, and I think you said the last show, I forget the exact number, but the number of people turning 65 every day and for how many years that's going to happen. Uh, I mean, again, that's a, that's a big chunk of population. Yeah. 12,000 people every day in the United States, every day turn 65 
for the next 19 years. That's the number. Oh my it's, the, gosh. it's a dramatic number. I know that when you really think about is. It. Oh, man. 800-998-5649. That's a heck of a sandwich, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. All right. So we've got Jane in Turner. Uh, pretty simple. Can I buy ETFs for my Roth IRA? Absolutely. In fact, uh, again, Jane, if you're, if you're a client of ours, if you come in to be a client or talk about being a client, we do primarily ETFs and stock funds. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a Roth IRA, a traditional IRA, or non-IRA. Um, yes. Uh, in fact, you want to look at ETFs. They're great, great accounts uh, that you can put money into. Um, they're much better than mutual funds uh, for investments in, in today's world. Sure. Uh, 800-998-5649 for more on that conversation, Jane, if you'd like to give Kevin a call. And we got time for another one here. Let's go to Stu in Mexico. Uh, Stu says, my wife has been retired from the workforce for eight years. The two of us have approximately $750,000 in assets and no debt. Our combined Social Security benefits today would be more than adequate to sustain our current lifestyle. Is there any point in waiting an additional three years to retire at full retirement age if I can comfortably live off Social Security benefits now? The straight answer, Stu, is no. And, and I'll tell you why. If you sat in my chair for a year and had conversation after conversation of life happens, meaning nobody's got a guarantee on tomorrow, uh, your health condition could change overnight. And so when I tell people, if you can retire younger and healthier, retire because you don't, you, nobody's got tomorrow promise and you want to have those three years of living a full life, especially if you have the means like what you're talking about here to cover your, your expenses, plus all those assets, you've done a great job. So no, you retire now. If you, if you want to, if, if, if it's, if it's about retiring and not about the money, you've got the ability to do that. Okay. Well, yeah, they seem like they're in pretty good shape. 800-998-5649. Well, Kevin, again, this, this show has gone by so quickly, and uh, we are up against the clock once again. Let's invite folks to call one last time today. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, don't miss the opportunity. This is it. Last time today, we're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines and invite you to call 800-998-5649. Your chance to get a true practical financial review. 10 callers right now. We'll get that financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll walk out the door with that roadmap that we talk about, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You've really got nothing to lose. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week right here. And uh, again, so much really good information. Yeah, we had a great show today, Steve, and I'm sure that uh, people will call. And I'll tell people, listen... If you're calling, it doesn't mean you have to come in and do business with us, but just take advantage of the consultation. Don't procrastinate. 
We're, we can't wait to have the conversation with people and answer your questions and give you some guidance. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.